Hey, 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 happy Thursday. Happy 2021. Happy New Year to everybody joining in. Welcome to episode 23 of Lessons and Legacies. I am your host, Melissa Price, and uh, coming at you guys with something a little different today. I'm still going to be reading a little bit from the book, but today's topic is a walk down memory lane. Um, it's a new year, and you know, when we ring in a new year, we like to often revisit the year that has passed. And uh, I don't know, I've been spending some time today going through the last several years that have passed, even back to my childhood, going through old traditions, old memories, and uh, just kind of really um, focusing and, and being aware of how much things have changed this year um, and over the years, not just this year, this year especially. But <laughs> yeah, so we're, uh, we're going to do a little walk down memory lane today. And I also have some really great news to share with you guys. I'm going to wait for some people to pop on here and join us. So if you are just tuning in, I highly encourage you to please like, share, comment, subscribe. Lessons and Legacies is on YouTube. Um, so you can just look up Lessons and Legacies, hit that like and share and subscribe there. We're obviously live streaming on Facebook as well. So sharing is caring. Um, and it's a good way for you guys to let me know that there is meaning behind what I'm doing and that it matters for me to show up. Um, I know it matters for me to show up. I get a lot out of coming here and being with you guys each day. So yeah, so um, I guess I will tell you Lessons and Legacies is all here because of this baby. This is my first book. It's called Lessons We've Learned, Legacies of Life. It's a collection of poetry, testimonies, stories, quotes, artwork, um, and adventures. And it's made, it's comprised of children, men, women, all ages from ages four to 94. So there's a, a whole boatload of inspiration, empowerment, encouragement, love, laughter, resilience, success, faith, all in these pages. And um, in writing the book and then coming live and doing videos for a while, I thought it would be a beautiful, beautiful thing to actually give you guys a visual to the concept of the book. Um, so you guys get to see some of these faces, get to see some of these people who've been in the book and others who haven't, but also who are coming to share their stories and experiences. You know, the purpose of the book was to show how much we are all related and, and knit together and wound together by our experiences. We may be different color of skin. We might be moms or dads or single. We might be kids. We might be old and retired or young and retired. We might be rich. We might be poor. You know, we might be in a difficult living situation. We might have everything on a silver platter, but we all have stories and lessons in love, faith, laughter, resilience, and success. And so the goal by sharing all of this with you guys and bringing some of these amazing guests to the table is to just remind you that, remind you your stories matter. You know, the lessons become our legacies. It's what we leave behind for the world to grow from and glow from. You know, we light up the world one person at a time each time we share. So if you happen to be interested in coming on the show, I am but a message away. You can find me on Facebook, Melissa Price, and give me a little private message there. Or I do have an email. You can email myself, Melissa Price, 
at uh, lessonsandlegacies at gmail.com. It's scrolling right below my face there on the screen. <laughs> Go ahead and screenshot it, write it down, um, and I can pop it in the comments after the broadcast. So I would love to have you 100%. All right, we got some people joining us in, joining in with us, sorry. Hey, Stephanie, it's good to see you. You have to touch back with me after this and give me a date. Give me a date and a topic and a photo, and we're going to get you on. Miss Stephanie is going to be on Thursday, Thursday at 2 o'clock next week. And oh, I, I'm very excited to do this because I have a couple of your books, Stephanie. Um, one is the journal, which I love. And actually, um, I think I want to order a copy of that for my mom for Mother's Day. I was dancing around that the last couple of days. I know it's a little bit early to plan for Mother's Day just yet, but uh, I find that it doesn't hit the bank so hard when you just buy stuff all year long randomly as you get it and then throw it in a box. And then as the seasons come, you know, birthdays and holidays and all that, then you've kind of got a little stockpile going. <laughs> I try to do that as often as I can. This year it didn't work out so good because we were just scraping by the seat of our pants each month. But Demona, Demona DeBrew, how are you? It's good to see you. Are you having a happy new year? I hope you're staying healthy. I hope the family's well. Um, you're going to have to go back and check some of these other episodes out because I've been like rocking the paparazzi glam. Like, whoa, that's my favorite jewelry to wear. You should come on the show. You have a lot to talk about. You'd be a great one for resilience. Mm -hmm. I'd love to have you on for resilience, Timona. And it'd be great so we could talk face to face for a change. That would be awesome. <laughs> if you're interested, just shoot me a message. I would love to talk with you. And you're such an amazing light. I think the world needs to hear from you. You've inspired me over the years and we've never even actually met in person. So, <laughs> yeah. So Stephanie, yep. She's going to be on Tuesday or Thursday at two o'clock. Can't wait. And I buy gifts all year. I keep them in a bin. I do. I have, well, again, not this year, but my mom taught me that was like the most savviest way to be, you know, to be prepared for the holidays and whatever occasion. So I'm starting to do that when I've got some extra cash flow. It's like, let me hit up everybody's e-commerce stores. I got some soaps from Dr. Deborah, round up some books and beads from Brittany. I'd like just try to, I'm going to get my bin started now, like in January. <laughs> So I don't have to bat an eye in December, right? Demona says, we're all well, working like crazy. Classes begin again on Monday. Good for you. Good for you, my goodness. I'm glad you're working. I'm trying to work, trying to work here. And I have some really, really cool news for you guys here. I may, um, I'll probably wait till the midway because I do, I want to share it with as many people as I can. I had a very productive, exciting last 24 hours with some cool news, so just want to share and celebrate. <laughs> yes, we do. We must meet soon. I've been dying to. I, that was the plan for this year, or 2020 anyways. COVID got us all in a bundle, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, today I was just feeling a little bit nostalgic, not nostalgic, nostalgic and kind of like thinking back to my childhood and, you know, <clears throat> when I first moved here, and when I first met my husband and when I first became a mom and how like I've changed and grown and the world has changed and grown. And I just wanted to, I don't know, I'm going to read two pieces out of the book to you today that honestly out of the, this is my 23rd episode, but I did run Monday through Friday in November just on Facebook live. So that was, um, 
let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, at least 20 shows then. So probably a good 50 runs or so in at this point. And I've not read either of these two pieces ever. So these are brand new. No one's ever heard them. So unless you have the book, you this is brand new stuff if you have been following along. So um, yeah, I don't know. I encourage you today to just like go through your memory bank, look at the mountains you've climbed, the valleys that you've crawled through, and uh, be grateful. I don't know. I've been really, really filled with gratitude this year. The last six, seven days, um, I said 2021 was going to be all about rewards um, because 2020 was all about resilience, and now's the time, you know? And I, I swear to you guys, I'm not kidding. I'm not lying. And I have had a great, if, if not one many blessings every single day of the year this year and it's like god's just pouring it down and i am grateful because i ended the year of 2020 with also gratitude that i was healthy and that my family was healthy but with a lot of tears and and crying out to like when is the struggle going to end when are all of these hard works and and patience and pushing going to pay off you know and I'm not saying I want to be rich. I just don't want to struggle. You know, <laughs> I don't want to have to worry about utilities getting shut off. I don't want to have to worry about, uh, you know, day to day on the groceries and things like that. And yeah, I was filled with gratitude. And I, I just, like I said, I started going back through my life. And what did it take to get me to this point? What were the ups and downs of this journey? You know, and I don't know. I just feel so blessed. So one of these pieces I'm going to share is a little poem that I wrote in high school. And the other one is, um, it's, a, it's, it's in the laughter chapter. It's called If Granny Only Knew. But it does go through a lot of my childhood memories. And I don't know, that's just where I'm dancing today. And I hope that it brings a little bit of sunshine into your world. And I hope it provokes positive memories and positive, beautiful emotions out of you. And maybe even prompts you to reach out to somebody. Give a family member a phone call or a little card or a friend, you know, reach out to somebody and let them know that they made a difference in your life and that you're here because of maybe something they said or did or an experience, something that gives you strength or love or joy in one of those poo-poo moments that you might have. I swear, if you just reach out to somebody and say, like, I've had people that have reached out over the last couple months and said, I've got a friend going through some hard times and you did a show the other day and, and one of the quotes poems that you read really, really, I think is going to make a difference. Do you know what it does for me to have somebody call me up or text me and say something that I came and I took the courage and came and showed up and shared they enjoyed and then they're passing it on to somebody else. Like, oh, just by showing up, you make a difference. So be intentional about it. And no, like the whole world is kind of going through their stuff right now. And it makes you feel just as good as the person receiving the compliment, the blessing, the acknowledgement, the love. You get that too. You get the joy of giving that spark to somebody else. So that's my challenge for you today. Reach out to somebody and let them know how they made a difference in your world. Even if it's just a positive look back down memory lane. So... <laughs> Uh, Stephanie says, claim your wealth. You deserve it. We all do. We all do. 
and Brittany's here. What's going on? If you guys didn't check it out yesterday, Brittany Thomas joined me. We talked about resilience and we laughed a lot. I've, I've watched, I rewatched the episode twice already. <laughs> we had so much fun and Brittany's going to be coming back on next Friday to do laughter. Brittany, you're just popping on. Stephanie Morris is going to be on next week on Thursday. I'm excited for that. So if anybody wants to come on, I'm a message away. What's going on, Star? Thank you for joining. I hope you're having a blessed Thursday. Thank you for tagging in the Queen Sister. I did start late today, 15 minutes late, because my computer froze. I had all these browsers open because I'm going to tell you guys why it was part of my good news. Um, had all these browsers open, then I went to go hit go, go live, and my mouse was frozen, everything was frozen, so I had to just like cold, cold cock the computer and shut the whole thing down and wait for it to reboot. So I know if I'm not on time, a lot of times people just skip on by, and I try to be on time as often as possible, but as you all know, we cannot always control the uh, technical situation, right? So, <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna read you this poem first. It's a little, it's out there, it's a little wonky. Um, I've never read this before. It's out of the book. Lessons We've Learned, Legacies of Life. You can find your copy at lessonsandlegacies.company.site. I'll pop that below as I read. And um, after that, after this poem, I'm going to share with you guys the great news. And then I'm going to read my next piece. And then I'll let you be for the day. So thank you again for everybody joining in. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. Check me out on YouTube. I really would love to have some followers. Um, some subscriptions. I've been getting like my first YouTube comments this past week. And I'm like, what is that? I can get comments on YouTube. How cool. <laughs> so I would really appreciate it. If you guys could just give me that boost. I would love it very, very much. Okay. So this poem is called the dish. And before I read the dish, I'm going to, uh, read you the little explanation of it so it doesn't sound so funky and weird to you. There is a uh, method to the madness here. I'm really tickled to share this with you. So please give me your feedback. I would love to hear it. <laughs> it's an off the wall poem. Um, okay. So let me, and I got to get my glasses on too. Where are they? There they are. I uh, have had major seeing problems today for some reason my eyes are like super blurry i don't know what's going on i don't know if i'm just getting old or what but maybe i need more than readers <laughs> all right so the dish is the name of the poem and it's, it's a chance poem i wrote this when i was in 10th or 11th grade um it says in the book it says this is a poem created by chance I was in high school, or wait, when I was in high school, my creative writing teacher, Lisa, introduced this incredible way of creating to me. We were handed stacks of magazines and newspapers and instructed to just cut out random words and phrases and then put them into an envelope. This is such a cool process for anybody who's a writer out there or a poet or you ever get writer's block. Um, this is such an awesome technique. I love it. I still use it to this day. and. It's fine. So <laughs> take notes, check it out, try it. Um, so after we cut out all the words from the newspaper and the magazines, we put them in the envelope. Um, she prompted us to create a poem using only the words we cut out. I still have my original copy uh, with the magazine cutouts pasted to blue construction paper. I've used the chance poem method many times to gain creative inspiration and flow. 
This first one, way back from high school, still makes me laugh and smile and remember what's important. Life is worth living. It's worth it to laugh. And if we take the time to laugh and let go, it leaves that chance for spirit to enter and take over. So see if you can wrap your brain around this. These were all my little magazine cutouts and whatnot. And I really do like this poem myself. And that's why I put it in the book. Um, it's just fun. So it's called The Dish. And, you know, I'm not talking like the dish we eat out of, but like the dish. You're dishing out the gossip. Here's the dish. Here's the sitch. Here's the situation. You know what I mean? Um, okay. The Dish by Melissa Price. My chance poem. Live a little. We thought it was about time that furniture had a jazz section. When it's time to lighten up, I'm a freak with that sunny, funny face. Divorce attorney? Matchmaker? Mix accordingly, pure, potent, bombshell. Men get the basement. That's the new women's movement. Yes, yes, yes. Truth. Wouldn't it be nice to dance your pants off? Not that you would, but you could. I never drag my feet. I want, I need, I have to have late night lounging with a twist. When was the last time you were French kissed? Secret. Be sharp anytime, day or night. Do less. Have more reflections. If it looks familiar, you've seen it in your dreams. Don't let it vanish. Dream the recklessness of a curve as angels refuse to go quietly into the suburbs. Woo. <laughs> Is that a ride or what? That was my chance poem. And I don't know, you get this mess of words and you just start rearranging around like a little jigsaw puzzle and things start flowing and you can add in your little words in there like the and if and as and what and whatever, but you're supposed to 95% of it just use the words that you cut out by random. And I've used this, like I said, this was my favorite one I've ever done, but I've used this, put something together and then built around it when I've had like creative block. So um, yeah, let me know what you think about that. I Unless I give you the description of how it's formed, I think most people reading that would be like, wow, that's real edgy, but what does it all mean? <laughs> it is fun, it's a fun one. There's a lot of imagery in it, but yeah, it's a chance poem. And life is all about chances, you know? Everything in there is all a chance and it's all the little pepperings the little memories and the little snippets of our lives, those little details that that call out to us that maybe we forget. I don't know. The chance poem is a way to let the creative spirit just play and fly. So let me know what you think about that. <laughs> okay, Brittany says, awesome. Stephanie says, dishing out the golden nuggets of wisdom. I'm trying. We all got it. You've got your golden nuggets and I can't wait to hear them myself. So, all right, here's the good news I'm gonna share with you guys before I go into the final piece. Um, yeah, all right. So, yesterday, well, you guys know that um, through December, at the beginning of December, I was asked and offered by the owner of my local UPS store where I do all of my stuff for the last 13 years. She's watched my kids grow up, all that, yada, yada, yada. But uh, she said, would you like for this 
holiday season to bring some of your greeting cards into the store and your book and we can showcase them and maybe get some sales for you this Christmas. And I was like, oh yes, wow. I was super excited. I felt like I had just knocked it out of the park. Like, yes, I finally got in a store somewhere, you know? And uh, after the first week in there, she said, wow, the cards are going really good. And I just bought another location that's three miles down the road. Would you like to go take your cards and books there too and have them in two places? I was like, yes, oh my gosh, of course. I was like, this is what I was looking for. Felt elated, very excited, dropped them off. And uh, yesterday I went to the UPS store for the first time like in a while, um, since before Christmas anyways and touched base with her and she informed me that location one of the UPS store sold all the books that I had dropped off. There was like five or six that I had dropped off to the one. She still had a couple left in her store, but I had dropped off between the two stores, 150 greeting cards and I sold 99 of them this December. What? I was like, there's 99 people out there who have bought lessons and legacies and teas, totes, notes, greeting cards. My kids do the entrepreneur stuff with me too. They have their own uh, store, teas, totes, and notes.company.site, and they do greeting cards as well. So I got to share in the joy with my children saying, look, look, people are loving what you're doing. We sold stuff. So not only do I feel validated that people are liking what we're doing, um, but I got a paycheck coming. <laughs> After the fact of Christmas, which is not a moment too late, but uh, Saturday, I get to go pick up two paychecks, one from each store for the books and the cards. And um, then on top of that, she said, if you have more books, let's just keep the whole ball rolling. Why, why stop at Christmas? And we'll give you your other 50 Christmas cards back, save them for next year, whatever. And if you want to bring us a new line of, you know, everyday inspirational cards, just because I love you for Valentine's Day, thinking of you you know, whatever, um, bring me some more and we'll keep you in the two stores with your books and your cards. And I was like, this was, this call came at like six o'clock last night. So it was the end of the day. And I just felt so, uh, you know, I said at the beginning of this video, like, when is this struggle going to end? When are things going to pay off? I've been pushing and creating and not giving up and in putting myself and surrounding myself with people who inspire me and encourage me and push me forward and, and are, are helpful and can teach me the things that I need to know. And that was just a wonderful seed of validation and accomplishment that was blessed. Uh, it blessed. I was blessed with last night and I had to share that with you. That's one piece of cool news. I have more if you can believe it. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Thank you so much for the congrats, Stephanie. I appreciate you. That's just one. <clears throat> um, so Stephanie, I will attribute this next nugget of success to you because you were the final piece of the puzzle that made it happen. So again, we are episode 23 here, right? Official live stream on YouTube and Facebook. Next week, Monday through Friday, is my first full week of guests. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I have a guest every single day next week. And I almost, uh, almost double booked it. <laughs> so I'm just, again, it's another um, affirmation to me and another blessing to me that 
these videos are being received, that it's touching people's hearts, that they're finding worth in their own stories, their own experiences, and courage to come out and share and light up the world with them, um, that I am trusted by these individuals, some of which I've met, some of which I never have. Um, I'm just like, oh, so humbled, so humbled and grateful and just like, wow, this is really going down. You know, you like believe and you'll achieve, I think is the old, one of the old adages, you know? So <clears throat> that is number two. So thank you, Stephanie. You filled up my Thursday. That was the only open day I had. And when I don't have a guest, I come on and do this and go live, just me. Um, so thank you. You were responsible for finalizing my first full week of guests this afternoon. So I thank you for shining that ray of sunshine on me. And there's one more piece of good news. This one I'm really, really excited for. I saved the best for last. I'm sorry. <coughs> I'm talking and, and like breathing in so fast and excited. I feel like I got a feather in my throat. So the third and final piece of fantastic news of today is I have been busy. It, I said it was a goal for this month. I had one particular platform that I wanted to get on and I went for two today. I haven't heard back on the other, but I did go for, for one, for, for two of them. One of my goals, one of my two top goals for, I'll tell you both of them. My two big goals for 2021 was one to learn to play an instrument, preferably the banjo, but I got to buy one of those first. And again, we just came off Christmas, but I would like to learn an instrument, the banjo or the piano. We have a piano. I don't have a banjo and I really want to learn to play one. So that's a goal. The other goal was to earn income, obviously doing the entrepreneurial stuff. And I'll tell you, I have just fallen in love with doing the videos and, and the, the live streams and the podcasting situation. I said, I want to get my own podcasts going on iHeartRadio and Spotify. I submitted to Spotify and iHeartRadio today and literally about seven minutes before I came on the show, the Spotify thing came through, processed, I'm approved. I have my first episode. I'm going to spend the rest of the day uploading and getting the rest of them up there. But I'm officially Lessons and Legacies on Spotify, too. <laughs> I know it's free. It doesn't cost anything. But you got to start somewhere. I'm hoping one of these days I'll be making some money doing this. And either way, I'm just enjoying it like crazy. And so, yes, uh, Lessons and Legacies is now on Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify. Woo! I, I just started formatting and, and doing the podcast thing for like today. Started formatting it all. Um, so yes, I'm very, very excited. Fingers crossed. Prayers up for iHeartRadio. That's my next one that I'm hoping to hear back from. And uh, yeah, and I wouldn't be here with all, all of you guys. All of your feedback, all of your support, all of your loving and liking and sharing. Um, for coming on and being part of these shows. I know most of you guys on here watching right now have been on or are on the list to be on. Desiree, what's up? Oh my gosh, how have you been? It's been some time, huh? It's been some years. How have you been? Let me know what's going on with your world. Let me know if you want to come on and be part of the show. <laughs> Just reach out to me, Facebook or uh, lessonsandlegacies at gmail.com. 
um, yeah, let's chat it up. I'd love to touch base with you. I had so much fun with you back in the day. For those of you guys who don't know, Desiree and I used to work together years ago. Uh, I don't know if I had Sophie at that point, if I had both my kids or if I just had the one. That was the Vita days. Mm. Now I have to go check my timeline again. But thank you for joining in. It's so good to see you. Um, so, yeah, great news. Great blessings. I told you 2021 is all about rewards, baby. All the resilience will pay off. We got to have faith and believe it, though, right? So, yeah, I don't know. All of this great news is what was, I guess, making me dive back down into my past and my memories. Take that walk down memory, memory lane and say, what did I go through to get here? I never, if you would have asked me last year, never in a million years would I have thought that I would have done everything I did this past year. Two e-commerce stores, created a greeting card line, spirit squares. I wrote a book. I started live streaming. I got a podcast. I'm like doing it, you know, <laughs> and I love it. I love it. There's, I think we do our best jobs when we're operating from the heart, you know? So I'm so grateful, incredibly grateful to every single one of you guys who have been part of the journey and for everybody that's joined in, who's liked, shared, and uh, let me know that there is value and what I bring to the table here. And uh, thank you for coming on these days when it's just me and, and listening to me and, and sharing and celebrating with me. Um, like I said, next week is five straight days of guests. And I think it's all ladies. I think I have all ladies. It's gonna be a full on ladies week next week. So I'm super excited. I'll give you guys the rundown on the calendar at the end. But uh, before I go, I am gonna read you guys one um, one writing I did out of the book. Again, this is the second piece here and uh, another one that I have not read on any of the 50 videos or so that I've done so far. So it's new. It'll be new to you. And uh, yeah, it takes a, a walk down my memory lane. And that's where I felt like I needed to be today, to be extra grateful of where I am presently, you know? Hi, Yvette. What's going on, Queen? She says, congratulations, Queen Melissa Price. Sorry that I'm late. Still did not get my government checks yet. Um, did you check that website portal thing that I sent you to get my payment portal? Um, if you didn't file taxes in the last two years, then that's probably the problem. You, you probably won't. I don't know if you get a stimulus check if you didn't file taxes. So I don't know. Message me more about it after um, if that portal thing isn't working everybody else said it was working so you should be able to type in your stuff there and if it's not pulling up for you then gotta do this stinking phone call you know you did do it okay all right well let me uh let me troubleshoot after the broadcast here and see if i can find something extra to send you all righty i'm always here to help out whenever i can <laughs> All right, so this is out of the laughter chapter, and it's called If Granny Only Knew by Melissa Price, and it's dedicated to my grandma, who I call Grandma Tootsie. That's been her nickname since I was born for all of her grandkids. We call her Grandma Tootsie. If Granny Only Knew. I often, and this is also really appropriate because it's we're just coming off the holidays here, and there's a lot of holiday stuff in here, so I hope that it resonates. Okay, I often spend quiet moments reminiscing over the past. Huh, just like I am today. I have so many fond memories from my childhood, especially with my granny. 
Some of my favorite times were at her house at her house on the holidays. Thanksgivings were usually spent watching football games surrounded by multiple tables of snacks, desserts, and appetizers. Literally tables, not multiple snacks and appetizers. Multiple tables of desserts and snacks and appetizers. My grandma, we have a small family. I have one aunt, one uncle, and my mom. And I have four cousins and one brother. So she would prepare food like she was trying to feed the entire city of Detroit for every holiday in multiple stages, you know? <laughs> and it never went to waste. We always took the stuff home, but that's one of my favorite memories. I love to cook. I've got all my grandma's uh, recipes. I'm the only one out of all the grandkids that has kids. So I go back to all of the traditions and memories growing up because I want to carry them on with mine. And I always, uh, grandma would always have just the biggest array of food and mm, that comfort. So good too. Everything from scratch, everything from scratch. And if there wasn't a pound of butter in any one given thing, it doesn't count as food. That's how my grandma cooks. Paula Dean up in here. You know what I'm saying? Paula Dean from Detroit up in here. <laughs> oh man. So as the football games progressed, she would begin assembling pieces of the main dinner across the countertops. Again, plural countertops, a meal that she spent all week preparing. Of course, we stuffed ourselves like it was the last meal we would ever eat, and when we and then we were ready for a nap. I also learned a valuable lesson about Granny at a young age. One particular Thanksgiving, don't ever insult her cooking. I remember the first year I tried her green bean casserole made with the French green beans and almond slivers. This was my first experience with French green beans which are texturally quite different than the standard green bean. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. They're a little slimy sometimes. <clears throat> Not concerned about the volume of my voice at six years old, I offered my opinion of the dish with an enthusiastic, this is gross. The look my mother shot me from across the table made it quite clear that I had crossed a line. Granny never did get a chance to react because my mother did it for her. <laughs> She promptly took me into the hallway and corrected my behavior with a lengthy lecture on respect and gratitude and how much work it takes to make a holiday meal. Needless to say, I learned that if I didn't care for a dish, I should keep my opinion to myself. How many people's parents have had to do that as a kid? If you don't like it, keep your mouth shut. You got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. You know, you don't like it, keep it to yourself. I got that one six years old, loud and clear. So Christmas was a similar display of food, but there always seemed to be more desserts. Granny would make a plethora of pies, mountains of every cookie imaginable and have dishes upon dishes of candies and chocolate at every corner. In addition to the football on TV, she would have Christmas, Christmas carols on full blast. Manaheim Steamroller is still her favorite to this day. She's 82 years old. The Christmas tree was always a major display, freshly cut and reaching all the way to the ceiling. My papa would go and walk out, go to a tree farm, walk way out into the woods and chop down the biggest eight foot tall tree or whatever you can imagine, drag it back through the snow. And it would always like touch the ceiling which at six years old, seven years old, that you're growing up, it's like the mamma jamma of all Christmas trees. I don't think I've had one over six foot tall myself. So <laughs> grandma and grandpa's 
granny and papas were always the biggest and best, right? He used to take us to go chop down the trees when I was a kid too, which was really cool. I still vaguely remember a couple of those instances. Um, so each year, she and Papa would set up an entire village under the tree, complete with glass skating rink, a train, and an always expanding collection of tiny houses, people, and animals. Once again, we would stuff ourselves full of Granny's carefully executed holiday meal. Then Papa would put some logs in the fireplace, dress up like Santa, and hand out presents. I remember... This, I actually have pictures of this still. I still have pictures of this. I have to show this to you guys. Maybe the next time I read this, I'll pull the, the actual photos out to show you. But um, I, I remember one specific year when things didn't go quite according to plan. To this day, I still don't know what the spat was about, but Papa and Granny had one, and he refused to be Santa that year. For those of you who have not met my papa, I feel important to let you know that he's six feet tall. Unwilling to let this compromise family tradition, my five foot tall mother, who weighs 95 pounds, she's smaller than me even, um, climbed into his massive Santa suit to fill the role. We all took turns sitting on her lap, laughing uncontrollably as she belted out her heftiest, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. And it was funny because every time she would do it, she would do it with such gusto. She would end up coughing like I keep doing from all the excitement here. Coughing until she's red in the, in the face, tears rolling down her eyes, and then on to the next person sitting on her lap, you know? And this big old giant baggy Santa suit with pillows stuffed in there as Papa pouted in the back room. I'll never forget that Christmas. <laughs> oh, Stephanie says... I loved my grandma's cooking. My favorite was her chili and her roast beef, peas, and rice, succotash, coleslaw. Mmm, miss my grandma so much. I know, I miss my grandma's cooking. I miss my grandma very much. She's in Detroit. I only get to see her like once a year, which sucks the older that she gets. And like now's the time I wish I could be there for the holidays because she's older, she's got arthritis. It's hard for her to like stand and do these things. But I wish I could be there to like do it for her, you know? I just, I have a dream to go home for Christmas one year in Michigan. It's hard though, because the weather, you know, I've been dreaming and dying to go spend one last Christmas with my grandma before it's all said and done um, and just do it like we did back in the day when we were kids. There's not a huge family to pull together. I just got to get my butt up there and the weather has to cooperate. You know what I'm saying? They actually got Christmas. They got snow on Christmas in Michigan this year, which was cool. It's been a long, I've been in Charlotte for, it'll be 13 years in July this year, and I've never, ever seen snow on Christmas here. So anyways, moving on. Sorry, I get sidetracked. Um, Easter is another holiday that floods my head and heart with amazing memories. Again, it was another event for which Granny would spend a week preparing enough food to feed a kingdom of kings. Aside from the magnificent meal, we, always, we had the always anticipated egg hunt in the backyard. When my cousins, my brother and I were really young, the eggs would be stuffed with quarters and candies. You guys, I'm sure, are familiar with that. As we all aged, the egg hunt evolved. One year, Papa decided to up the ante a little bit and introduced the concept of the mega egg, in all caps, the mega egg, and it really was. It was the size of a small football, the mega egg. 
You've seen them. You know, it's the, the giant Easter eggs that come packed with like other Easter eggs and stuff. <laughs> In its early years, the, the, <clears throat> the mega egg held a glorious $5 bill. And to a 10 year old, that's a huge score. Over the years, the mega egg continued to grow. $10, $15, $20. Even though we all grew up and moved away, Papa did not want to let the tradition die. Legend has it that every Easter, he still hides the mega egg in the backyard with a $50 bill in it just for Granny to find. And it's the truth. He really does. He will put 50 bucks or 100 bucks in the egg, go out to the backyard and hide it and make my 82-year-old granny go out there, find the egg, and then she's got her bonus and she can go treat herself. The tradition lives on. So have you identified the common thread in all of these memories yet? It's food. Boy, my granny could cook and still can. She can cook better than any professional chef I have ever encountered. I discovered this incredible talent of hers very early on and therefore took an extreme interest in cooking myself. In my teenage years, I would call granny up for her recipes and write them down on index cards and Crayola marker. One of, one of which I actually just sent back to her because she forgot how to make it. And I sent her the original with like all the grease smears and like the running Crayola marker on there. And she was like, oh my God, you kept that all these years. I'm like, I have them all, Grandma, from when I was 15, 16 years old, you know? Um, it was barely legible. And I do still have them all to this day. I grew to love baking. And for a while, I was able to sell my own cupcakes in a local cafe. It was when I had my second child that I realized it was consuming too much of my mommy time. So I put the baking for sales aside. It was this same year that I decided to make my first traditional Thanksgiving meal for my family. Until we had kids, it was just my husband and I, so we would venture out for the holidays instead of preparing a meal just for two people. Having children and starting a family brought all of the previously mentioned memories back into the forefront of my life. I wanted to leave the same legacy for my family that Granny and Papa created for all of us. I had already mastered her mashed potatoes because they have always been my favorite. I needed to know how to make her famous stuffing and how to cook an actual turkey, not a small turkey breast. So just like any other time I needed a recipe, I picked up the phone and dialed Granny. First, we went over the turkey and it seemed easy enough. Then we went on to the stuffing. Wow. I mean, like, wow. I never knew a side dish could take more time than the actual bird. <clears throat> she always made her stuffing completely from scratch and would start several days ahead. Since it happened to be the day before Thanksgiving when I called for these recipes, last minute, I just decided to go with box stuffing that year. <laughs> Thanksgiving day arrives and the turkey has successfully thawed and I knew nothing of brining at this point. I washed the 10 pound bird off, pop it in the pan and begin rubbing on the butter and the seasoning and into the heat it goes. Since I opted for the shortcut on stuffing, I didn't bother to actually stuff the bird. I planned mashed potatoes, the stuffing on the side, green bean casserole, not the French green beans, your standard green beans, and rolls on the side. A couple hours later, 
I was feeling really successful because everything was going so smoothly. I pondered to myself why people always make such a big fuss over making holiday dinners. I mean, sure, it's a full day in the kitchen, but there are shortcuts that take make, make it take less than a week after all. As I begin to plan ahead for the Christmas dinner, my nose catches a whiff of something funky. What is that? Burnt plastic? My nose leads me back to the kitchen where I retrieve my husband and ask for his thoughts on this foreign smell. Is there a gas leak? An electrical issue? Both of us are scratching our heads, unsure of what it is. I feel it necessary at this point to address the timing on the turkey. It says that there's still another hour to go, but I decided to check it anyway, despite the fact that Granny says never open the lid or open the door until it's done. So upon removing the lid, my husband and I have nothing left to do but stare with our mouths wide open. <laughs> we definitely found the source of the smell, along with a strange black and white substance boiling right out of the turkey's butt. Just as I was about to start a rant about getting a bad turkey from the store, my husband blurts out, why didn't you take out all the giblets and the innards? I said, what the hell is a giblet? My husband laughs as he pulls out our burnt plastic stuffed turkey as the oh-so-amazing smell permeates our tiny condo. Needless to say, we just ate the side dishes that year. If Granny only knew. Despite the failure on my first attempt at a turkey, I can proudly say that I have added another epic memory to my collection. I never did have the heart to tell Granny about this mess since she has always been my role model in the kitchen. So when she reads this book, it will be the first she's learned of this horrendous moment in my cooking history. Oops. I sincerely hope that she laughs and she gets, <laughs> wait, that she, wait, I sincerely hope that she gets her, I don't know what I said there. It sincerely hope that she gets laughs enough to make up for my gross green bean comment so many years ago. So yeah, all those years following in granny's footsteps, I ended up not taking the stuff out of the inside of the turkey, like the packaged gizzard, whatever this stuff is called, the intestines and gizzards and liver or whatever's in there, those pieces. I did not take them out and they come in a plastic pouch. And so I did everything and then put it in the oven and yeah, so the package is cooked with the plastic on it and everything. And that was my first epic attempt at cooking a Thanksgiving turkey. Now this was like eight years ago. I've mastered the technique <laughs> ever since then. I had a total goal by Christmas to uh, redeem myself for that faux pas. But uh, yeah, it's just lots of memories, man. Those are the memories that molded me and shaped me into the person that I am today, the person that can laugh over such things, the person that can be transparent and have no shame in sharing. And um, I don't know. I think you guys should uh, follow suit with that today. Revisit your memories in your life. What, what has brought you joy? What did you learn from? What has molded you into who you are? And who was responsible for that? Who were your role models in your life? Who were your friends? Who were the family members that that helped guide you and build you and gave you the ability to laugh off mistakes and be resilient and, and have faith and, and to leave with love, you know? 
That's what I encourage you guys to do today. Dive into the memory banks. That's It's brought me nothing but joy and love and inspiration and laughter and tickled my spirit today. And I hope that by showing up and sharing some of that with you guys that uh, yeah, it brings some, some of your memories to the forefront. And uh, yeah, don't forget to act on them. Reach out, make a difference in somebody's day. So yeah, that's uh, what I came here to do today. A little walk down memory lane and share some good news um, and kind of revel in the fact that I am here. I'm alive. I'm well. Some of the uh, hard work and perseverance is paying off. 2021 has not let me down thus far as far as being one of rewards. Um, and for that, I am incredibly grateful. And uh, I wish and pray that it's the same for you guys each and every day moving forward. So um, just to reiterate, if anybody does want to come on the show and be a guest, just please reach out to me, Melissa Price on Facebook, or you're welcome to um, look up Lessons and Legacies on YouTube. Please like, comment, share, subscribe. I'm dying to get some followers here. I'm officially on Spotify. Check it out on Spotify. Get, get some followers going. If you check me out on Spotify right now, you could be my first follower. I just officially got on Spotify at 2.05 this afternoon. So looking for support and love there and uh, gunning towards iHeartRadio next. So prayers and encouragement up as I push through in my endeavors. Um, and also check out my store, lessonsandlegacies.company.site. Um, my email is on there, contact info is on there. All the art from my book is on there. I have services, books from many authors, including myself essential oils, greeting cards, same, many more than the ones that are even at the UPS store. So um, check out the store. And again, if you want to get in touch and be on the show, email me at lessonsandlegacies at gmail.com. <laughs> Blanked out for a second there. So, <clears throat> hey, Precious, you made it. You're going to have to uh, catch the replay because, um, yeah, Right in the middle of this episode, there are three golden nuggets of beautiful, blessed, great, fantastic news that I really can't wait for you to hear. I was excited to share with everybody. So once you hit the midway mark, I just let it all out and you get to hear all the wonderful blessings that started from six o'clock yesterday evening all the way up till two o'clock today for me. And I'm thanking and praising God for pouring the abundance and blessings upon me and that the struggle as real as, as it's been, is now being rewarded. The resilience is being rewarded and it's deserved. It's deserved. I'm not just saying for me, for all of us, you know? Keep following your dreams, keep pushing forward. Don't give up. No, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. And if you need help, man, there's so many people out there willing to help you. My girl Precious, she's one that got me up to this point. She has helped me immensely in so many ways that I can't I take me a whole another show to go down them, as well as many of you that tune in and enjoy. You know, I, I, I love collaborating with people. I love watching other people succeed. And it's really cool to be part of the journey and the ride for other people. And it's so awesome having people be part of mine. And yeah, I'm just I'm feeling it, feeling the abundance and the blessings and the gratitude and trying to pour them out on you guys. So please reach out if you want to be part of the show, visit the store, check out Spotify, Lessons and Legacies on Spotify. Woo! And uh, thank you for a beautiful 23rd episode. Next week, 
Oh, I told you I was going to go through the calendar real quick with you before we go. It'll only take one second. Let you guys know what you got coming up next week. It's a ladies week. Five days of guests. Woo! Five days of women and fun. So Monday, we're going to have Precious Pauling and Delila Brown going over laughter. We're going to have a drink. We're going to have shenanigans. We're going to have fun. We're going to have conversation. Bring your A-game for that one and be ready to laugh, okay? Uh Tuesday, we have Jen Schultz coming on. She is a new entrepreneur um, in the process of finishing her first children's book. And she's looking to come on the show. Well, she, we're going to talk about love and loving what you do. And we're going to talk about her book. But she's also coming on the show because she's looking for resources. She is in a spot right now with illustrating and she's looking on how to move forward. And I know a lot of you guys have tons of golden nuggets that you can drop on her lap and say, hey, try this. Hey, try that. Do this. Do that. Let's guide another friend and bring them up with us. It's an opportunity for us to light up another soul and give them the leg up that they need. So I'm very excited for her. Wednesday, we have Melissa DeGregorio. So you're going to have the Melissa's, Melissa Price and Melissa DeGregorio. She's coming all the way from Pennsylvania. We're going to talk about resilience and how to pull deeply from your source. Um, Thursday, we have Stephanie Morris coming on. She's a wonderful, beautiful author and speaker, friend of mine. Um, we don't have our topic selected yet, but we will after the show. And um, we have Brittany Thomas returning for her three-peat on Lessons and Legacies, and we're going to do Laughter on Friday. And then tomorrow, please tune in. We have a brand new face tomorrow. We got Miss Red Lee and uh, she's coming on. We're going to talk about, it's like today was a different kind of topic. Today was a walk down memory lane. And uh, our topic tomorrow is what happens in the limbo of lessons and legacies? What happens when you're in that middle zone, in the in-between zone, where you've got your, your lessons, but you haven't quite figured out or gotten to that legacy part yet? So that limbo zone, that gray zone, that still zone, that stuck zone almost, or like the unsure zone. We're going to talk about what that looks like and where she is and where I'm at and what we can do to like make that limbo not so long, I guess, <laughs> you know. So please stay tuned in. I've got some amazing, amazing friends that are coming on and uh, they have so much to share. Every story is so worth sharing. That's why I'm here every day. Your lessons become your legacy, your stories, your experiences. That's what you leave behind for the world to grow from, learn from, and begin glowing from. So I encourage you to find your courage, get up here, share your story with me, share it with the world, and leave your mark. You know, there is a blessing in every lesson and there is no story too big, too small. So share it, share it so that you can benefit us all. Look at that. I'm trying to bust out a rhyme on you. <laughs> so I love you guys tons. Thank you for being here. And uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow for episode 24 with Red Lee. And uh, thank you again for tuning in to Lessons and Legacies with myself, Melissa Price. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Have a blessed, beautiful rest of the day. I love you guys. <laughs>